Technology stocks came to the rescue of the equity markets yesterday. An almost 10% jump in TSM shares revived appetite for chip and technology stocks despite a limited appetite in the bond markets due to a set of stronger than expected economic data that was released in the US yesterday, adding to that thinking that we won't see the interest rate cut from the Fed in March this year. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So forget about the dovish Fed expectations that should be dialed back because the American economy is just too strong to require an interest rate cut from the Fed as early as in March this year. And forget the fact that a dial back in the Fed expectations should pull equities and bonds lower after an overstretched rally since the end of last year. Forget about the fact that the US economic data is not good news for the market valuations. And also forget about the fact that the rally that we see in technology stocks should temper gently to let the rest of the market catch up with the magnificent seven because it is not happening right now the nasdaq 100 index hit a fresh all-time high yesterday even though the latest u.s economic data show that the initial jobless claims in the u.s fell more than expected to the lowest level in more than a year and the mortgage rate slipped after a two-week rise in the US and also the home data was actually better than expected as well. And in the bond space, well, the US 10-year tips auction saw a strong demand yesterday and settled at 1.8% yield versus more than 2% yield in the previous two auctions as a sign that investors actually continue to see a potentially high inflation in the US in the longer run, while betting that the Federal Reserve should start cutting the interest rates in a few months from now. It's a paradox, but that's the way it is. Now, one weak spot is the US manufacturing sector. The weaker than expected Philly Fed manufacturing index release yesterday came as another proof that manufacturing in the US remains weak. But who cares? Because the American consumer spend, and that's actually keeping the economy well alive in the US. The Atlanta Fed's GDP now forecast predicts a 2.4% growth for the fourth quarter in the US. So the news are not bad. Investors are decided this time that they would not continue to sell the good news, but buy them instead. So the S&P 500 also rebounded yesterday after a few depressed sessions earlier this week. The US two-year yield was steady below the 4.40% level, while the US 10-year yield advanced to 4.16%, which could have given a cold feed to equity investors, but it did not. So in summary, a set of stronger-than-expected US economic data could have led to a further sell-off in US equities but it did not. And higher US yields in the US could have led to a further sell-off in equities, but they have not. The technology stock investor said, well, enough is enough. We are buying, guys. So TSM, which is the main chip maker of Apple and Nvidia, jumped nearly 10% at yesterday's trading session, not to an all-time high, but to an almost two-year high after the company said that it expects a return to solid growth 
this quarter and that it's budgeting a capital expenditure from 28 to 32 billion US dollars as it expects its revenue to bounce at least 20% this year. So the news boosted Apple and Nvidia stocks as well, as you doubt. Apple jumped more than 3% yesterday, also boosted by an analyst upgrade actually, which somehow offset a little bit the two analyst downgrades that we saw at the start of this year, remember, and that was due to the anticipation of a further weakness in the, well, Apple's iPhone sales on the back of weaker Chinese demand. The company has, you know, also been all over the news over the past couple of weeks because it had to remove this blood oxygen feature from its smart watches. But, but investors were actually quite quick to return back to Apple on the slightest good news. And Nvidia, of course, advanced to a fresh all-time high. So that's a day-to-day -day normal thing now. And needless to say that the Magnificent 7 now appears to be the most crowded trade on a Bank of America survey and also hedge funds hold the highest levels of net long Nasdaq 100 futures in almost seven years. While this overstretched positioning makes, well, these stocks super, super vulnerable to well, a sharp sell-off, the softening Federal Reserve expectations and the subdued yields in the US will actually be supportive of these stocks this year. And AI is a developing story. And unlike the metaverse and the NFTs, which were fun but had no real end game really, AI is a powerful game changer for almost every business. So the demand is huge. I mean, you can be L'Oreal and propose AI-based skin analysis. You can be Microsoft and propose AI-based office tools are very, very helpful. You can be a hairdresser and propose AI-based hairstyles, for example. I mean, there is no limit whatsoever. So we are in the middle of the next big thing in the technology space. And well, you have a couple of players, including Nvidia, that are benefiting grandly from it. Now, there's always the possibility that investors just have enough at some point from the AI trade as well, it has actually been the case with cannabis stocks, for example. Remember these cannabis stocks? Well, we don't talk about them anymore. The hydrogen stocks, remember the hydrogen stocks? Well, we don't talk about them anymore. Solar stocks, remember the solar stocks? Well, we don't talk about them anymore. But, you know, it can take some time before investors, well, come back to their centers scale back their bets and it looks like despite all the calls we are not there just yet so the technology stocks remain well quite fairly strongly in demand in the effects the us dollar index console days gains nearest 200 day moving average the fundamentals and the technicals are in a comfortable place for an extension of the recent rebound in the US dollar index. The euro dollar is range bound between its 50 and 200 day moving averages right at the limit of the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on October to January rally, which should, in theory, distinguish between the continuation of the positive trend or a medium term bearish reversal in the euro dollar and I think that the latter is more likely. The dollar yen on the other hand continues to extend gains above the 148 level boosted by the latest inflation data from Japan this morning that show that inflation in Japan fell to a 17 month low to 2.6% in December from 2.8% printed a month earlier. 
and core inflation dropped to an 18-month low of 2.3%. The tertiary activity industry index unexpectedly dropped in November as well. So the set of weak economic and inflation data, combined with the earthquake at the wake of well, this year's New Year, will actually get investors to trim their bets for a Bank of Japan normalization, and that's what's pushing the dollar-yen higher these days, along with, obviously, a broad-based US dollar strength that we see these days. Now, the BOJ will meet next week, and the BOJ officials will pro probably push back on the normalization bets, really. But, but note that, at the current levels, the dollar-yen is subject to verbal intervention from the BOJ to cool down this selling pressure and keep the yen steady. So buying the dollar yen at the current levels doesn't make sense and is a risky, risky trade. Elsewhere, crude oil advanced to $74 per barrel level yesterday on the back of Middle East tensions and a 2.5 million barrel drop in the US oil inventories last week. Let's see if this time is the charm for the oil bulls to sustainably clear that $74 to $75 resistance region. So this is all for this week. I'm Ipek Özkardeşköy and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your supportive and interesting comments. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to Leave your comments, your reactions, and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X, and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. And please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again next week. And until then, good day trading and have a lovely weekend.